I'm Nelly Sapon, and this is Two Southern Corners. In every episode, you listen to short stories written by my friend, Eleni Noah, and I. Each story is spiced with flavor from our Latina and African roots. You can also read them on twosoutherncorners.com. That is, twosoutherncorners.com. Listen now to one of our short, long-lasting stories. Language, written by Nelisa Pong. She liked sitting behind on the tram on her way home. It wasn't only because it was usually quiet at the back, but in that way, she could cross the streets behind when she got to her tram stop. Sometimes, cars would honk as she crossed. It was either they had noticed her too late, or they did not expect anyone to cross behind the tram, since there was a traffic light situated right in front of the tram stop to help people cross safely. She got the finger, or an insult once in a while, but she didn't mind. As long as crossing behind made her walk home shorter, she'd keep on doing so. She boarded the tram and made herself comfortable at her favourite spot. She took out the book her boss lent to her, The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene, wore her reading glasses, and searched for the page she was on. She didn't own a bookmarker, and she hated creating dog ears in her book. What she did was, she memorized the number of the last page she was on before she closed her book. The problem with that was, she always forgot the number. She flipped through her book. She would open a page and start to read, only to realize she had already read that page. She would flip through a couple more pages, and the same thing would happen. Finally, she found the page she had been reading. She crossed her legs and continued to read as people bothered on the next stop. The tram was getting noisier as people entered, but she was unbothered. The book was quite captivating, so it prevented her from being disturbed. Also, another trick that prevented her from being disturbed was her earpiece. She always had it in her ears, whether she was listening to music or not. It warded off unwanted conversations. That day was no different. Her earpiece was in her ears, but she could hear everything happening around her because nothing was playing. Then three people joined her behind the tram. She could not see their faces, but she could see their frames from the corner of her eyes. They were speaking, and this time she could not concentrate. She did not understand what they were saying. It sounded aggressive. Their laughter made it sound scary. Then there was a clap. They must have given themselves a high five. She was frightened. She was hoping they would get off the tram at the next stop, which is the stop that most people get off on, but they did not. Almost everyone alighted, but her, the three people, and a few other people who were seated in front. She prayed the people in front would stay in the tram till she got to her stop. She stared right into her book as they continued their conversation. In her mind, she felt they were plotting to do something to her. She felt they were talking about following her to her apartment and kidnapping her on the way. She felt their laughter was a sign of how easy their plan was. She felt the high five was a confirmation of how great their plan would be executed. As they approached the next stop, she hoped for two things. Either a lot of people would enter the tram or that the three musketeers would alight. None of her hopes were realized. They did not alight. Neither did a lot of people bore the tram. But something else happened. Something even better than what she had hoped for. A friend of hers boarded the tram. She waved harder than she had ever waved and motioned for her friend to join her. Hey you, it has been a minute, he said. She had never been too happy to see her neighbor. It has. I'm always cooped up in my apartment as usual, 
she stated as she giggled nervously. How have you been? And how is... Just as her neighbor was about to continue, he got a tap on his back. They both turned. It felt like a slow-mo. Then her neighbor screamed with joy. She looked at him, and then them. In that split second, she noticed the three musketeers were three young guys who looked very friendly and happy to see her neighbor. Then, her neighbor started speaking in the language they had been speaking. It sounded less aggressive. The laughter was filled with joy. Her neighbor gave them a loud handshake before he embraced them. Oh, please forgive my manners, her neighbor said as he continued. This is my neighbor, yeah, Patricia. Patricia, these are my schoolmates from primary. We come from the same country, but we moved to Germany for work. I haven't seen them in... What? He said, asking them for an answer. In four years, one of the musketeers answered. Wow, it has been four years already? I can see Stuttgart is treating you well. Her neighbor continued with joy as he playfully shook one's shoulder. And Berlin has been good to you too, my friend. Another musketeer answered. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance, the last musketeer stated with a smile. Same here, yeah, Patricia answered as she shook the hand that had been stretched. They came to sit next to them and they all introduced themselves. After that, they spoke about their shared experiences as immigrants, their lives in Stuttgart and Berlin. The conversation was so interactive she didn't realize they had gotten to her stop till the driver informed them over the PA system. The three musketeers, who had become her new friends, had rented an Airbnb close to their apartment. They decided to have brunch together the next day at a nearby coffee shop. As she waved her neighbor goodbye and entered her room, she was filled with shame. How could she have judged her new friends based on their language? A language she didn't understand. A language she had never spoken. Her previous view of her new friends had been conceived solely based on their language. At that moment, she decided to throw her language prejudice as well as any other unfounded prejudice, out the window. Did you like what you just listened to? Then subscribe to our newsletter on 2southerncorners.com to be the first one to receive a new story every week. Don't forget to share this with your friends. We'd also love to hear from you. Send us a message on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us there as nellysapong 37 and eleni.noah. And last but not least, please consider supporting us so we can continue delivering these short stories to you here and on our website. You can do this with a monthly or a one-time contribution at buymeacoffee.com slash forward southern corners. That is buymeacoffee.com slash forward southern corners see you next time <laughs>